0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Don't be emotional about it. You know, people, everyone wants to buy around where they live. Where you live is going to boom, you know, maybe two or three out of 10 years. So, you've got to get, you know, you're better off if you're going to be serious about building a property portfolio over 10 to 20 years, get used to doing your homework.
0: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this episode, we'll continue the conversation with affluent property developer, John L. Fitzgerald. Who focus on buying land in areas of growth will inspire you to kickstart your own property journey. Find out why you should be looking interstate for your next property and how you can build your wealth in seven steps. Also, before we delve into this episode, go over to www.propertyinvestory.com and subscribe to receive your free property investor case studies where you'll learn how to generate passive income from your properties. Go there now to sign up for free. Something that Fitzgerald believes holds many people back from investing into property is the looming fear of losing everything
1: and look, the the only only, only time you'll get into Problems in a, in property is cash flow. Yeah. So don't kid yourself on cash flow. Cash is like oxygen. If you run out of it, it'll be over very quickly for you. And that was drilled into me from the start. Uh, and and you know, essentially, just triple check triple check your cash flow.
0: In our previous chat with him, he attributed a lot of his initial success to his mentor Michael Hirsch. But how do you find such a great mentor?
1: They'll find you you know when the student is ready the master will appear and remember i knocked on 21 doors and 20 shut in my face the first door that i knocked on my presentation took you know 25 30 minutes the the you know where i was just babbling on the the 21st door it happened in 5 minutes you know michael Herschel said um, just looked at me across the table he said you got 5 minutes and i looked at him and and i looked at him and i said it's all right, I only need 36 seconds. I'm John Fitzgerald. I buy and sell property. I've got a deal we can buy a block of land for 700 blocks, rezone it for 1,200 uh, uh, lots, and double our money within 8 to 12 months.
0: Isn't that amazing? It, it, it's over that many times of repetition, also practice, you really became articulate at what you had to come across and that's how you are able to pitch something so short in such a short period of time.
1: Y- you've got... You, you, they'll make their decision about you in, in, within one minute. You know, Warren Buffett says he can do it in 10 seconds but uh, you know, they'll, they'll make their decision about you in one minute and there's nothing worse than someone who babbles on.
0: Fitzgerald's book, Seven Steps to Build Wealth, details on how you can become a millionaire, endorsed by three of the wealthiest property investors in the country.
1: Look, I'm really proud of the fact that three of Australia's property billionaires have read it and endorsed the book. And, um, and that, that's really good. Bob L, Mahasinathambi, and the, the late Nev Pascu passed away a couple of months ago. Um, the, 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 the book is a template, Seven Steps to Absolutely Build Wealth uh, in Property, and it's fail-proof. Step one, and this is a step, step one of any, any journey that you make is commit to growth. So step one is growth. Now, and in Seven Steps to Wealth is buy land for growth. Step two, three, and four, a cash flow. Cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. And that is your income, your tax deductions, and your finance, how you set that up. Step five is uh, making time work for you. You know, and uh, this is really important. And six is affordability. Step seven is that power of compound growth and repetition. Now, I could use this model for everything that we do in life. Because, but everything's got to start with growth. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to get up every day. You know, you've got to do this yourself, Tyrone. You've got to get up every day and say, have I reached my full potential? No, no. Okay, so what am I going to do today that's going to take me one inch closer? So that's where seven steps really gives you a, a, a mantle. And almost like what I learned off my mentors, it gives you, gives you a purpose every particular day. How can I just go one inch closer, one inch further?
0: Love that. That is very, very good. It's just those little things that you do as a habit that continues to compound and build and help you move towards closer to your goal.
1: Habits will make you or break you, and and we're all made by our daily habits. Our literally our daily habits.
0: He has also read many inspiring books about others' success stories.
1: I love autobiographies about successful people, and. Um, You know, I I love Ray Kroc's story, which is uh, Behind the Arches, McDonald's. That was probably, that's an old book now. I think it was written in the 1980s, but I loved it because one of the first deals I ever did was with McDonald's, and I got to meet um, Pete Ritchie, who ran McDonald's in Australia. So the whole Ray Kroc and the founder and everything like that, it's just a fantastic story. I really like Frank Lowy's story. Uh, That's an older book as well, but the story of Westfield, and Westfield's an interesting story because you know technically if you had to put a thousand dollars in westfield in 1960 when frank started the place that thousand dollars when they sold out a few months ago that's that thousand dollars would have been worth about 300 million dollars wow (laughs) a lot of australia a lot of people don't realize it but that is compound growth on steroids and westfield's um, property strategy and their land strategy is absolutely phenomenal. So they're they're probably one of Australia's great uh, great um, uh, companies. Kerry Packer's story. I, I just like all of those stories. You know that I've read. You know all the main stories. BHP story was a great story. Um, you know how they came to the the brink of you know nearly losing it back in the the nineteen nineties, and then turned things around and had the biggest boom they've ever seen in in uh, you know in the in the company's history. And uh, I just like I just like reading. Uh, stories and autobiographies and you know i i i, I, I read anyone arnold schwarzenegger to mike tyson kevin hart uh, you know the the comedian I, I loved his story and you know his story is interesting too because you know they all have the same the same steps work hard have a vision of what you want to achieve of what uh, outcome you want to achieve work hard find a mentor be authentic um then give give without wanting to receive, you know, all of those sorts of things. They're all very common and, you know, they're, they're, they're people with strong, positive habits.
0: Having developed a plethora of properties across Australia, Fitzgerald's Strategies is focused on buying land in high growth areas.
1: We, well, I deal specifically just with investors who want to build a property portfolio. So if someone's only going to buy one property, they wouldn't deal with me. But if you want to build a portfolio of five, 10 properties, and I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of investors with 10 or more, you know, that have bought 10, 15, 17, 20 properties off me over the last 20 plus years, um, then the strategy I have is that um, we buy land. Number one, we identify land in high growth areas. So I'm, I'm just a numbers person, you know, there's only truth in numbers. So I'm looking at, um, uh, land in high growth areas and I'm, I'm trying to get the biggest block of land for the smallest amount on a square meter rate that I possibly can in a high growth area and I want to get my timing right timing is vital so let me give you a practical example of this in um, in Sydney as an example as some of your listeners may be in Sydney and, and if you're not in Sydney don't worry I'll I'll, I'll, try, and, um, uh, I'll try and put some texture around it. Sydney was Sydney was a basket case in 2003 to 2011. Sydney had literally no growth. Now from two, 1998 to 2003, the median house price in Sydney doubled from 260 to 520,000. It went up to 560 and then came back down to about 523 and stalled for 8 years. When the GFC hit, Sydney was a basket case. The government was in turmoil. Everything was just horrendous. In 2011, it had been eight years and they had no growth. I decided we needed to get into there and we needed to get our clients into there because there was a shortage of land land supply and we were able to buy blocks Around Because there was some infrastructure being built, the M5 and M7, which is a loop road around um, Sydney right to the outskirts, was going to open up lots of uh, areas in the west. And 60% of people live west of Parramatta anyway. So um, we started buying land for... $400 $400 and $500 a square metre and doing house and land packages, our clients were buying house and land packages.
0: With his clients buying houses and land packages for $395,000 back then, within five to six years, that same land had increased in value to 900 to a million dollars.
1: One of the best estates and best areas that we went to, which probably gives you an example of of the the how we do our homework is, we went to a place called Edmondson Park, which was literally a a new city that was being um, built, or I should say a new town centre that was being built, around a $1.5 billion uh, rail and town centre infrastructure. And we put clients into there when it was just a paddock. And the clients paid around $400 a square metre for their land, and their land now was worth about $1,200, $1,300 a square metre. So the land has tripled while the median house price in in Sydney has doubled or just on doubled. And people often say to me, you know John you buy land in the outskirts aren't you better off buying in the 5 to 10k radius and I say no you're not because you can't get the big size blocks which is four, five, six hundred 600 square meters and secondly if you're buying in the outskirts close to infrastructure it'll grow by a faster rate than the than the inner areas and I did the example in in you know I took uh, a sale and a resale of a of a house in in Rosebury which is 8k 8k from Sydney CBD that factual sale in 2012 to 2017 had grown by 108%, whereas Edmondson Park, yeah, Edmondson Park, though, in had grown in the same time by 176%. Oh, so if, wow. you, if, you, if, you, if you get your numbers right and you, act, you, you really do look hard at infrastructure, at transport, at, at facilities, at amenities, then, and you get land at a really good rate per square metre, you'll absolutely uh, kick a huge goal. And that's, been the, the, that's what we do. We do it in Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, um, Brisbane, and we've, done, we've been, done a lot in Perth. We did about 500 properties in Perth.
0: So by the sounds of it, at the end of the day, and it seems like a recurring thing, it's really, really buying well at the end of the day because as you said, property or land prices constantly do go up. It just depends on the timing of the market.
1: It's buying well, but it's also getting your cash flow. Because I pulled out of, and this is an interesting point you raise. Um, I pulled out of, uh, for our clients, we pulled out of Sydney in 2014, 15, when the Sydney median house price got to 800000 But more importantly, the, the returns on housing were 38 3.9%. So it meant that if we were borrowing, you know, 90% or thereabouts, we'd, it would cost us $100, $200 a week. And I just felt that that's too much of a burden. I like to buy a property that's cash flow neutral or positive. And I thought that you know, in, instead of investing eight hundred thousand into a particular area, there was more opportunity for growth in Melbourne. So we hammered Melbourne really hard in twenty fourteen, fifteen, and uh, you know that's all now. You know, we would have made two hundred and something million dollars out of Sydney, our clients, and our clients have made you know the best part of five hundred million out of Melbourne in this cycle.
0: The key points to take away from this is to buy well and ensure you hold your properties for the long term.
1: Don't be emotional about it, you know, people because everyone wants to buy around where they live. Where you live is going to boom, you know, maybe 2 or 3 out of 10 years. So you've got to get, you know, you're better off if you're going to be serious about building a property portfolio over 10 to 20 years, get used to doing your homework and buying in areas before they actually cycle.
0: Coming up after the break, we'll delve into the properties that FitzGerald invests into with his own portfolio to be honest.
1: I you know I I think there there's nothing better in um than than uh, housing. So I buy land and houses.
0: Personal habits that has attribute to his success. So I do an hour of exercise
1: and then I do an hour of, of meditation and uh, yoga and and I, I I do that where I, I literally just just still my mind so that you're literally ready for everything.
0: And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investor Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you are looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build. And now, back to the show. For his personal property portfolio, Fitzgerald focuses on residential.
1: I have housing, to be honest. I, you know, I, I think there, there's nothing better in um, than, than uh, housing. So I buy land and houses, same as what my clients do, and have a massive portfolio of that. I have a little bit of commercial property, but... Um, I found during the GFC the the banks when they do commercial loans that they can make a margin call on you, and I thought that's that's really tricky for investors. You know, uh, um, you know. Uh, so I stick with residential, and if you look at residential housing, here's a here's a really good example. That first block of land I told you about must be 50 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I bought for I bought I was buying land for sixteen thousand dollars. That was. Um, You know, in Brisbane, that was a thousand square meters, $16,000. So I was paying $16 a square meter. Today, that land is worth $750 a square meter. Now, do the maths on that. that. That's 30 years ago, correct? But do the maths. There's nothing you can show me that's grown as an asset. As an asset class in Australia that's outperformed residential land in Australia. And today we've got the highest population growth in Australian history and the lowest interest rates. People should, but, but, but the population growth is in the four main capitals and particularly the three main capitals. So, you know, you've got to be careful about where you actually go to.
0: In terms of personal habits that have aided Fitzgerald in attaining success, both in life and in property. He attributes yoga and meditation.
1: I get up in the morning, you know, at five. I exercise for an hour, and I do that because it just—I don't—I don't eat anything. I—it I, kicks my endorphins in, and, and it just starts my day and gives my mind. Because successful people are positive people, so you want endorphins and dopamine kicking in. You want—you want to you give yourself a chemical kick without coffee and all that sort of stuff, you know, as well. So I do an hour of exercise and then I do an hour of, of meditation and uh, yoga. And, and I, I I do that where I, I literally just just steal my mind so that you're literally ready for everything. And uh, during that time, you, you've prepared everything that you're going to do. And then, du- then, you know, have breakfast um, and get to the office and, and hit the ground running, organize the people uh, with, you know, what I want to achieve today, I'm very much uh, an outcome-focused person. So, you know, there's often two, po- two types of people in the world. There's process people and there's outcome uh, people. I'm an outcome-focused person. So at the end of each day, I want to have achieved uh, an outcome. As small as it might be, I want to have achieved an outcome. I don't want to get stuck in process. I mean, what's the people... Uh, say yoga or uh, uh, asanas or movements or all that sort of thing true yoga is, is just a, a union of, of your mind a stillness of the mind and there's a saying in yoga that the, the fast mind is sick the slow mind is sound and the still mind is divine and when you just still every part of your mind you know for, for that period of time you really do um, you, you really do tune into something. Tune into that universe that I spoke about that is really being a, a determining factor to every meeting, every coincidence, everything that happens. And you just open yourself up to it. You know, and, and I find it quite amazing. So yeah, I've practiced that for you know for for however long I can remember.
0: If Fitzgerald were to meet his past self from ten years ago, what advice would he give?
1: No, I'd say just just keep doing what you're doing. You know, I, I, I love everything that I do, you know, and uh, just, you know, you'd say to yourself 10 years ago, slow down. But um, uh, looking back, no, I'm, I'm happy with the pace that I go at.
0: <laughs> and continue to work at that phenomenal pace. Now he is excited about working on a new project within the next 5 to 10 years.
1: Uh, the next 5 years, I'm working on a project which is probably the biggest. Um, urban project in, uh, I have a, um, a massive block of land in um, uh, Brack of Broadbeach, which is approved for 1,550 apartments. So that will be my, my big project over the next, uh, it's on, on uh, 25 hectares of waterfront land. That'll be uh, my big project over the next 10 years and where I want to uh, spend a lot of energy and time.
0: For such a long-term project, Fitzgerald says it's always important to keep the end goal in mind as well as working with the right partner.
1: You always start with the end in mind. So who is going to buy the product and what is the product going to be? And in that regard, I'm not a, uh, an apartment developer so I'll partner with um, probably one of Australia's top um, developers or a partner from China or Asia who... who have a specific product for a specific market that they have a model and a margin built in. So, um, so I will, and you know, I've, I've had lots of people talk to me, but I've got to find the right um, partner for, for, for that. But I, I'm in, I'm in no hurry in that regard. You know, I've had the land for nearly 20 years. so I'm not, um, I'm not uh, uh, you know, in any hurry to do a development there, but I think it'll reach a stage of maturity where it will be good to develop it over the next um, uh, 10 years.
0: If you wish to get your hands on his new book for a great insight into building your wealth through property, here's how.
1: Look, the best is you can buy it at the bookshops today. It's in um, all the bookshops. It's called Seven Steps to Wealth. And please send me a note, and, or send me the book, and I'll sign it for you, and all that sort of thing. So I like to like to keep in touch. Or go on our website, Seven Steps to Wealth, and uh, you can get get a copy on online. But you can get it in the bookshops, in the airports, all that sort of thing. And all the money goes to charity. So the good thing is that nothing comes to me. So you're doing yourself a favour. But but what what you'll like about it if you read the book. Is it really does give you a, a template where a proven template because I've had clients use it for 20 years who are now millionaires and multi millionaires, starting with 50,000, 20,000, 100,000, starting on a little capital base. So it absolutely does work.
0: If you want to reach out and learn more about Fitzgerald, about his strategy, you can check out his website.
1: Uh, the best way is we just just go on our websites and reach out. We're, I'm a, you know, my head office is. Uh, there's about sixty of us here, and if you go on the website and say hi, John, you know all that sort of thing, it, you know, or, or it'll come to me. Uh, it'll come to me. It'll come to uh, Nathan, who's my executive assistant, and um, you know, it'll come to me, and I'll, I'll happily engage with you. Ask me any questions you, you, you like, particularly about property. I, you know, I get emails from clients uh, and from people every day.
0: You can also find out where he is speaking in all major capital cities across Australia on how you can kickstart your property journey.
1: You can find that on our website as well. Uh, we do uh, workshops in the main capital cities m- maybe once a month and and I will be speaking, you know, I do a speak every three months or so, I've just been a little bit busy going back and forth with China and all that sort of thing but I often uh, attend and do the workshops and love to uh, love to say hello to everyone.
0: Thank you to John L. Fitzgerald, our guest on this episode of Property Invest Story. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Simply type in the search bar John L. Fitzgerald and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit PropertyInvestStory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.